Hi, I'm Kim Wilson. And I'm Natasha Marchevka. And this is Speechless. Speechless. Welcome to our behind-the-scenes take on Real Life in VO, where we share our stories and our resources and our unsolicited opinions. Today, Natasha, we have the, how do you say, like Lala Palooza, we have the casting Palooza of Paloozas. (laughs) (laughs) Right? We have... None other than the famous, go for it. Kelly and Catherine from The Voice Caster. The Voice Caster is a casting agency, the very, very, very first agency ever created. Uh, it's in Burbank, still oh. there, opened 45 Explain years agency. Ago. You said first agency, not quite the first agency, the first agency to bring voice talent together under one right. roof to dole right. out to agents. And for voiceover, you for know, voiceover. there were certainly on camera agents yes. and the- theatrical agents. This is just for voiceover. The voicecaster, or voicecaster.com is where you'll find all their services. They actually also have workshops and classes, which is such a bonus because these women are working nonstop every day in casting. And so they know their stuff. They know, they know good voices and they know bad voices too. Anywho, this show, nuggets of goals and information, you're going to want to watch this show. Yeah. I love it. So it's so nice to meet you guys. Um, Natasha, have you met? I've never met Kelly or Catherine. No. Okay. I think Great. on VO Weekly Workout, you've been a yes. director for one of, you know, submissions and whatnot, but we've never Same. met, which is weird because I go to every conference and whatnot. I don't suppose you guys are at, at conferences too much, actually. No, we are going to be at VO Atlanta. <gasps> oh, you are? Um, oh, you are? Yeah, we will be. Me and Catherine will both be there in March. Yeah. So. You sound oh, so excited about it, Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's... it's <laughs> New and exciting, you know. We actually haven't been to to Vio Atlanta ever in the past, so uh, yeah, it, it's yeah. super fun, super overstimulating. So take <laughs> yeah, <big> breaks, <laughs> people oh, breaks. Yeah. You will be mobbed. You, you will, will be, be mobbed. mobbed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't put. Don't wear name tags. Good <laughs> <laughs> <Like> to know. <laughs> if you don't want to be approached every step that you take, yeah. <laughs> well, the first thing we do for, with for every show is we toast. So we're wondering if you brought any beverages. We're wondering you. if you drink on the job. <laughs> you know. It's so funny. I was like, margaritas. We're going to do margaritas. And then what did I forget? Margaritas. (laughs) Catherine's got our soda. I've got my coffee. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cheers. I've got a gin, I've got a gin, a pomegranate gin gin fizz. It looks delicious. That looks amazing. Yeah. Kim is so great at um, beautiful artisanal cocktails. Plus she's three hours ahead of us. I was just going to say, there you go. (laughs) I'm on the East coast. And I have my remedy protein drink. This is a chai, super chai fuel. It's not delicious. I was going to say, does it taste good? The chocolate one is delicious. This one is meh, but it has good stuff. So So cheers. Thanks for being here, you guys. So we, I know a a little bit about VoiceCaster. Mary Lynn Wisner is one of my good friends. And she's told me a little bit of history. I know she worked there way back in the day. Um, when it was created in 1975, was it the first of its kind for a voiceover? It was the only casting place. 
Yes. Yes, it was. Um, so it was founded in 1975 by Bob Lloyd. Uh-huh. Um, and he was actually an agent beforehand. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, he opened up Voicecaster, just a little, little tiny one booth kind of office oh, wow. place that he, you know, basically got <laughs> space from a friend um, and started started working with all of the producers that he was already working with at the uh, agency. And yeah, Voicecaster was born. So what he did essentially was he was the first person to kind of gather all the voice talent, right, at mm-hmm. in one centralized location and yep. was able to then Ah, exactly. I get so it. that he he was no longer limited to just the talent on his roster. Oh, okay. He could bring talent from any agency or unrepresented talent in and find the absolute best voice for clients. Amazing. So yeah. It's always voiceover is always revolutionary kind of been the, at the time. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's always been the redheaded stepchild of like on camera and theater, right? So mm-hmm. I'm interested, you know, I, I'd like to think that it's progressed since then, but I do feel but like it's still a little bit, you know, on the oh, You think it is? What do you girls think? I don't a lot know. A of people think it is just talking. You're like, oh, I can do yeah. that. I they read stories get, to my kids. Oh, that's true. Everyone right? thinks that they can do it. Yeah. That yeah. is true. Yeah. yeah. So. It's like, no, it's actual acting. You still have to be an actor. Right. <laughs> well, right. and all four of us have thriving, very busy careers out of this little job, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Not just the four of us, but everyone sitting here. Like yeah. our whole yeah. life is voiceover. It's yeah. Yeah. Can you both talk a little bit about um your casting process and what that's like for you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'll I'll go first and then Catherine feel sure. free to jump in at any point. Um, but yeah, so we we will get something from a client, just you know, it's it's this project, we need this type of voice for it. Um, we hammer out all of the details. Um, you know, we argue on your behalf for good rates, um, things like that. We try to take care of all of that up front. Um, and then once we know what they're looking for, then we can put it out to not only agents that we work with um, in LA, New York, Chicago, wherever it is, um, we'll we'll put out the casting breakdown to agents that we work with, as well as talent that are just directly on our roster. Um, people who either don't have representation or still just you know want us to send the auditions directly um, to ensure that you know they get them if they're not necessarily going to get them through their agents and that kind of thing. Um, so we send it out, we give a deadline. Um, it's a little bit different now than it was pre COVID. Mm -hmm. Uh, things have definitely changed. So pre COVID, um, we focus primarily in LA. We did do casting everywhere else as well, but you know, a big focus was LA talent and everybody coming into our studio. Mm -hmm. I would say what 95 to 90. Mm -hmm. 8% 8% of our auditions were all in studio with us. Were so they you, being I'm directed too? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Work wow. with our directors. And the nice thing was, is that we could show visuals. We could play the right. music, things that we can't send out oh. have in studio. Plus you're getting the casting ear on it right away so that we can direct you. Because a lot of times it's like, oh, we have to put this in the spec, but we can't say like a celebrity prototype. We can't use their name in that spec. So, you know, and sometimes that can just give you a clue into, oh, that's what they're going for. So sometimes as we send things out, it's not like it used to be where we could then 
also give you the added information when you came in to work with us. Actors are going in a little bit more blind than they probably used to. Um, but we are seeing a higher volume of submissions. So, you know, agents right. are, are sending in their talent. Um, depending on the project, we might have 300 voices to listen to. Yesterday I had a project where I had almost 1,400. Okay. <gasps> Do you listen to all of them? 100. So, <laughs> so here's the thing with that. Um, it, pretty much, yes. Um, wow. Long answer, short, yes. But what we do is in order to kind of narrow that down, we I go through a few like specific steps um, and we all kind of do it a little bit differently. But my first step is, first of all, did they follow directions? Because yeah. if it's not labeled properly, mm -hmm. great, put that in a different folder and I'm going to move on to the next. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't even listen to the ones that aren't labeled properly. Sure, the folder um, must be G downs. for garbage, I would think. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. And then on that first round through, again, it's did I ask them to slate or not? And did they follow those instructions? Wow. Again, um, cutting off time on listening as well as cutting off our editing time, because sometimes we will just spend time editing. Um, you know, whether it's switching around the takes or, you know, anything like that. Um, okay. So after those couple passes, then we start listening and usually it's listening to the first four or five words. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Usually right there, we know if the voice is going to be right for it. And then I usually will put them aside and continue on. So I'll go through everybody like that. And then I might end up with, so like in the, the 1400 one that I just did, I ended up with, I think 82 that passed that first round that's a lot of that's a lot of people mislabeling no but ladies this is mislabeling and yeah just not following instructions and and then yeah, also that was my first pass through mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean mm -hmm. yeah. these people are not random off the street because they put their voiceover thing on their door or their desk or whatever Mm -hmm. And that many can be cut off from agencies or not following directions. Oh, right. Or not, and not dropping. Or just aren't even fitting the spec. Yeah. Or not fitting yeah. the spec. Yeah. And then, yeah, we're, so we're listening to like the first couple, couple words. And sometimes it's like, oh, we're asking we're looking, for We're looking for 20s and, and they're sending 50s or this is supposed yeah. to be men and they're submitting women. Oh, oh. Yeah. got it, got it, got or it. Or it'll it. say like very specifically American accent and then we're hearing Brits or, you know, other things. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, yeah. So sometimes it's just people aren't submitting on the right thing, which is a waste of everybody's time. You know, you don't it want is. to waste time on instructions and right follow the instructions and follow yeah. the specs. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, not to um, beat this dead horse, but no you're having stuff from agents. Presumably, they're sending the right spec. Are they also trying to wiggle in some off-spec talent as well? I think so. I think sometimes it's like, oh, I'm going to throw in this wild card. And mm -hmm. sometimes sometimes the wild cards work. You mm -hmm. know, once in a while, we'll submit a wild card and be like, you know what? They're they're a little bit quirky, but I think it could be fun for this spot, you know, things like that. And the wild cards sometimes book the job, which is great. Sometimes I also think it's the agents are just sending it out to everyone. Posters, yes. And then whoever submits on it. So they're relying on the talent to 
yeah. you know, basically cast themselves, you know. know and actors what... are so afraid to not send something back to the agent that they send it even if they're not right for it. Yep. Well, oh. some agents insist good point. if they send it to you, you have to do it. Yeah. yeah. So. And those agents then don't listen to them and just pass yeah. them on casting. Yeah. Right. Right. So. Oh, so you guys do a lot right. of work. Which we've also weeded out agents over the years okay. as well. You know, we not do, I don't send to. Sometimes they're just as bad as the actors. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is so interesting. Like, this I is know. the greatest show ever. <laughs> I and that's, know. That's one of the reasons why I always tell people, like, it's, reach out to us. Get on our roster where we can contact you directly for auditions as well. Because, you know. Then it'll be the right we, spec work right. with yeah exactly <laughs> we're only going to send it to you if you're if right you're the right yeah. spec so okay i'm just like going off script here <laughs> um let me get back to the script no i know that our listeners and viewers are going to say well how do we get on their roster so you absolutely have to share that now sorry gals no, uh, because people will ask us and we don't want to it's not a guarantee you. you'll be on their <laughs> rosters but no, you but know. to yeah. submit how, how does one Absolutely. We, yeah, we love having actor submissions. You know, it's one of those things we can't do our job without actors. So, sure. um, but yeah, send, send your demo over to us. The email is casting at voicecaster.com. Oh, that's Wonderful. easy enough. And send send your demo. Make sure you've got your contact information, an email, a phone number. Let us know where you're located. Cause right. sometimes people do want people here in town. Mm -hmm. um, and let us know if you have a home studio. Mm -hmm. And let us know if you're interested in projects that are union, non-union, or both, because we do casting for everything. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. And everyone would do well to take that little bit that Catherine just said and make a sign in their booth to know that, that is the, that's what you need to have on pretty much every email, but certainly to any submissions without your phone number or any of those things. It's just blind. Yeah. Yeah. They need to know the time zone. They need to know that you're a professional, right? Mm -hmm. To appear, yeah. you know, to do the, all that specific things is to appear professional. And yeah. what your studio setup is. <laughs> right? And that you have a good studio. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. So now that the things have shifted so drastically from in-studio auditions to home auditions, the audio quality, has that? how does that affect your choices now? Yeah. So I, I mean, Look I tried Catherine laughing. Look at Catherine laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that's an easy way to eat. We people out too. Yeah, it is. it is. I try not to dwell on it too much, especially because I mean, if there's somebody that I know and I'm like, they're perfect for this, but they had to record on their phone because it was a quick turnaround or they don't have a studio, but they're willing to come in and record in studio, things like that. Um, I try to set it aside as much as possible, but I also, you know, like we, we know our clients. And sure. so if we know a client is going to be really picky and just completely disregard them because of the quality, then we probably won't submit them in our, in our top people that we're sending. We only send five to 30 on each project. So it seems we, to me, and interesting. I, yeah. I could be wrong, but clients sometimes can't see pat or hear past the audio mm -hmm. technical things. And it doesn't have to be broadcast quality, but, you know, it shouldn't be echoey. It shouldn't sound tinny like you're in your bathroom. You know. Exactly. Right. You know, so do the best you can to be in an isolated, you know, in a closet surrounded by clothes or under a bed sheet, something to insulate a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Because you're going based on the fact that they're going to be recording in that same environment. 
No. Yes. I mean, unless yes and no, answers. you know, it's more and more. The nice thing is more and more clients are saying like, we're willing to do a studio, whether it's in LA, New York, wherever. Um, if they have a studio nearby, we're willing to book a studio. Um, so okay. it is opening up again to more people who don't have home studios or amazing home studios. But at the same time, we do have a lot of clients who are listening and they will ask like, is that the quality of their home studio? Um, because it will make a difference. Oh, sure. Sure. That so you guys have a school. Again, I'm going off script because I this is, I think, think, so important. So you're complete and total experts in voiceover casting. Talk to us about your workshops and your school and your thought process about integrating that into your business model. You know, just everything. Mm -hmm. What you got? Yeah. Um, so Voicecaster has been offering classes for as Decades? long as I've known, probably okay. 90 years. years. Um, so yeah, 30 years or so. <laughs> um, obviously things have, have changed in terms of what we offer. We offer commercial classes. Um, we offer animation and video game classes. Um, and so it's like we, you know, we we're trying to cover some of the, the major areas. Um, we, we, you know, we're not one of those where it's like you can, you know, take classes with us for 10 years. Um, it's like, you know, okay. we have two or three classes in each category because we really focus in on things. Um, you're working with our casting team and VO professionals. Um, in fact, I teach three of the classes. I think it's wow right now um and so you know you're you're working with the casting team um and then we have you know private coaching we have one day seminars um i do a seminar on marketing and finding representation um, we have a weekly workout so, group yep weekly workout group that we're doing virtually so yeah we we try to offer a range of things you know in part to you know give people you know, at, at different levels, because of course we have an intro class, we have a pro class. Sure. Um, I have an audition techniques class starting in a couple weeks or next week, maybe. Um, I think it's next week. Uh, but that, you know, those are the things that, you know, we want to give actors the tools that we can from the casting side. There's and that's a lot what of makes workshops so cool. out there. Yeah, yeah. Is, I mean, when you take classes with us, we try as much as we can to bring students in on projects we're casting. So it can be a good way for people to get their foot in the door as well. Um, mm -hmm. If you don't have an agent and if you're new to the industry, but you've taken classes and we think you're right on something, mm -hmm. we're going to give you an audition. And we've oh. had lots of people book things that way. I've had so that's, many that's people a, book their It's great for us because we, we're constantly getting exposed to new people, to new voices, because that's something you'll get from clients every now and again is they're like, oh, we've heard these people before, you know, right. <laughs> they want to hear new people. And so we always have an influx of new voices and new talent coming through our doors. And it's great to pass that along as well. Yep. Do you have intermediate so, talent coming or, or experienced mm -hmm. talent, talent coming yeah. as well? Yeah, excellent. Yep. yep. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, um, we have classes beginning to pro, so. Can you yeah. talk about a little bit about the uh, current trends you see in voiceover now? Yeah, that one's, that's always a tricky question. Me and Catherine were yeah. just talking about this earlier today because it's like, it's like, oh, it seems like things are shifting a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, wait, maybe not. Yeah. Um, so obviously... <laughs> obviously the conversational which is a word that right crazy but, but it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's not it's, an answer it's real it's real though yeah I mean, yeah um it's funny because we even get infomercials where they're like we want it to be conversational and i'm like i don't 
no, you, you do, don't. But then I give you conversational. And then they usually come back and they say, we need to hit the cell a little harder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know you didn't want conversational, but ultimately what I think they're usually looking for when they say conversational is actually relatable. It's like they uh, want a relatable mm -hmm. voice. So not somebody sure. who's just totally cold and, you know, disconnected, um, but they want a relatable voice who can hit the Engaged. cell. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, get that. Um, I get that. So I think that that is still, still a huge thing. Um, I think especially, you know, with, with the, upcoming fear of AI, <gasps> um, you know, the right. conversation, I know I said it, I said it, um, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the conversational is still a big thing. We are seeing more of announcer type reads as well. What really? Fun. We've, we've had a few of those recently. Um, and, and they're not parodies of the announcer. They're just <laughs> legit. They want that announcer read this is like, the oh, first fun this is the first interview we've done where i've heard that but yeah, you see the scripts the, the copywriting it's really about the copy right so yeah. copyright so clearly you're looking at it and that is you've written it in a way that i hate to use even the word announcer but yeah it's an yeah. announcer with finesse and an announcer that can act right an announcer <laughs> yeah. that can but yes. I love what you said about relatable, mm -hmm. no matter what it is, if you can relate to the commercial, re relate to the copy, even if it's like completely not in your whatever, figure out how to relate mm -hmm. to it. And I think that might be a secret, right, to connect, you know, to getting it right. Well, speaking yeah. of being relatable and all that, what does stand out in winning auditions? Like what gets you down? Like those final 30, what, what, mm -hmm. what stands out? I mean, like I would the, say first the, the, the quirky or like the, oh, she hit the specs right on that. I don't even think it's all about the specs so much as it is people who are just true to themselves. Yeah. I like when I can hear somebody and be like, oh, they seem like they'd be fun to work with or like it just feels natural for them. Pull it off the page. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the more connected they are, the more natural it feels. They're not trying to be something. They're not trying to, you know, do they're not trying to be what the, they think the client wants they're just being themselves right therefore being what the client wants um because the client wants you to be yourself um so it's just having that natural personality in there is is usually what stands out and for some people that's a quirkiness for some people that's the ad-libs and the improv they're funny you know they can make anything sound funny for some people that's just a genuine connectedness or a genuine excitement that we can hear things like that i think also it's that they get the script right they get yeah. either the subtle jokes or if it's not funny they get the point of the script mm -hmm. when we phone in a, a script meaning to those that don't know what phone in a script means just reading it we rip and read and we read it like an announcer would because we are from being trained improperly. Born, watching born commercials. Born in the 1900s, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but to really understand what the copywriter is trying to say, even if it's not that deep, um, I'm learning <laughs> somehow that's so important. If you get the script, you will connect and you will sound, you can sound like yourself as opposed to blindly trying to, un, you know, get it. Right. right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I think we've said it before, like the hardest, like it's as, it's as easy as just be yourself. And it's as hard right. exactly. as just be yourself. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. oh, 
how, how do you just be yourself? You know, like that's <laughs> well, always that's something like I heart- tell people too all the time. There's nobody else that sounds exactly like you. So stop trying to sound like other people. Be you, and that's what's going to make you different. Oh, I love. But you, ladies, Catherine. stepping up to the microphone <laughs> is not in no defensive voice talent. I mean, it's our job. But it's like you suddenly become someone else. Yeah, exactly. Right? Oh, people do that all the time. I'm like, no, just talk to me like you were just a moment ago in the lobby. <laughs> like as soon as yeah. you go into that booth. pretty voice. Everybody yeah. goes into their pretty voice. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. It's like all an of a sudden affect. you can hear yourself and you're like, oh, and then everything gets a little smoother and you move yeah. in on them, you know, and it's like, don't do that. Just, just talk. Just yes. talk to me. <laughs> just talk. Just Catherine talk. has a great technique that she often uses in directing where she she'll ask a question and have the talent respond with the script as, oh. you know to answer the question so then it yeah. feels more like a conversation you're like right in it so that could be a yeah. trick for people I love yeah, and that's it. something Catherine, i tell a lot of people more. too like because we always focus on you know have somebody you're talking to you know have that person you're visualizing while right. you're reading it but i always tell people too like why are you telling them this like what was the scenario that led you into giving me the spiel yeah and that kind of is what that question is, is let me ask you a question what, what was the question that prompted you to say this information to me Right. So, so how are you saying introducing? Yeah. Like, yeah, why? exactly. Why? <laughs> Sometimes it's easier than others. Sometimes yeah. make it a little easier. No, but, but it's true. You can still, yeah. you can approach it that way because mm-hmm. that's a hard one, right? And I find that helps. Yeah, that really helps focus in, you know, you connect with it a little bit more. You have a reason for telling me this as opposed to here's just copy I was given. Yeah. Sure, sure. Is part of your job directing beyond the auditions uh, process are you actually in jobs where you're able to direct talent? And I ask because the volume of what, you know, the work that you guys do and how many you hear, you are absolute experts in voiceover. And then you get to a job and the people directing you are not absolute experts at voiceover. Do you ever yeah. find the opportunity to support talent in the job? I mean, (laughs) we wish that we could be there, be more of a voice in it. A lot of times, you know, it's just we're we're engineering or we're listening into a session, but the producer or the writer or even sometimes just uh, engineer exec at the company um, want to be there to direct. And it's like, oh, I was in a session one time where they literally the same direction for about two hours was friendlier 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 after every take and I was like like I was like give more energy like I'm trying to like tell the talent through the window like different things to try because like they were they were giving or every so often you can hear the 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 person giving direction kind of like they they know what they're trying to say but they don't know how to put it into words and sometimes you know depending on my comfort level with the situation I may chime in with what I think they're trying to get across yeah yeah Yeah, the translator Yeah. yeah, the translator. Yeah, this that, is yeah. gold. This information is gold. We're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to find out what um, the crystal ball holds for the future <laughs> when uh, the team at the VoiceCaster tells us their thoughts for the next five years. Okay, so a quick break here from our show to tell you about, well, Speechless, Speechless promo. Thank you again to our sponsors. We love you, Studio Bricks, and we love you, Vocal Booth to Go. Thank you for being a sponsor this year. Um, Thrilled. Also, we have a big contest coming up. Our 100th show uh, is going to include prizes from Joe Cipriano, Mm. the voice caster, and Mm. some other people we're still asking and, you know, 
pressuring. So it should be great. We also want, so the only way you can be in this contest is being on our newsletter. So if you're already receiving our newsletter, you're good to go. Don't worry. Those six people, uh, <laughs> there's more than six, just a few. Um, but if you want to be in, included in our contests, please do join our newsletter at speechlessvo.com. You'll also receive an email the day of each show that lists all the takeaways, lists the resources that we talk about in, in that show and our recipes. So please and our recipes, i.e. drink recipes. Right. We have this amazing new thing. One more thing we want to talk about, and that's the um, oh, yeah. super secret VO support group. Not so, so secret. <laughs> we've built a community on our website for working pros. Um, join us. And then once a month, there's the behind the scenes talk we can do all the time off of Facebook. But then once a month, we meet live uh, to talk about like basically VO therapy, but to be there for wins and goals and sharing and getting advice, advice. from each other. Yeah. yeah. So check out our website ASAP. Back to the show. Okay. So it's a tough question, but I'm sure as a team, you must have some you know, when you're not working all the time, you think about the future and you did say the words AI and I was hoping we wouldn't have to talk about that. But <laughs> I, and I don't know that it's even a factor because we are we are humans and we're doing our work and we're going to continue to do our work. And we know that diversity is absolutely imperative in advertising and, mm -hmm. you know, including everyone in from on the camera to behind the camera. Yep. All that said, what is your wisdom for the next, say, five years, which, of course, things change a lot in five years. So I'm just keep it, keep it to five. Or three. Or three. <laughs> if that's easier. Read your contract. I that mean, seems to be the big thing right now. Yeah. Not sure what you're oh. doing isn't going to be used in ways you don't want it to be. Yeah. Well, Read your contract. Can and we I trust had, our, yeah, can go you ahead. trust? Yeah, exactly, Kim. Like, I just looked at two this morning and was doing the work while the contracts were sent to me. And then I'm like, mm. uh, uh, what, you know, and I, then to go back and say, no, it. this is why agents are so important. And <laughs> mm -hmm, I don't, exactly. you know, I've done so much without agents and so has Kim. And it's um, pressure cooker without someone else negotiating your behalf. But please expand on your thoughts about that. Yeah, that is actually one of the things, you know, talent who work on projects directly with us, we've got your back. We will help oh. you with paperwork. Um, you know, I've I've sent the Nava rider to several clients who have incorporated it, um, either directly as is or their own iteration of it. Um, so far, I have yet to have anyone. I mean, we work with a lot of agencies, a lot of producers. I have yet to have anyone fight against the the no ai <laughs> um and i have i have yet to have anyone you know request for anything you know crazy with the ai stuff um so you know it, that's that's been okay on our end um you know so i i feel like it's one of those things and me and Catherine were saying the same thing like are we going to get into the ai conversation I don't want to get too into the AI conversation, yeah. but I will say that, like, I don't think you can replace humans. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the other humans involved in most of these projects also know that you can't replace humans, mm -hmm. um, you know, as much as they're they're playing with things to try to tweak it and get, you know, as much of a human like feel as you can to a voice. 
it's never going to have the emotion. It's never going to have the world experience. It's never, it's never going to be completely directable um, like people are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so last question then. Um, we have gone to, so with before COVID, 95% in studio. What's your comfort level and thoughts about taking people back to your studio? Are you quite happy the way it is now? I mean, it's it's one of those things where I know so many people who have moved out of LA. So many people are like, I don't want to leave my home studio now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I know we would never get back to being 95% in studio. However, um, we are, we're working on some renovations right now. Um, so we only have two of our studios open. Once renovations are done, we'll have all four plus a new fifth one opening. Wow. Um, so our plan is to open that up, have our booth directors available. So when we send out a project, we can be like, hey, if you want the direction, if you don't wanna have to spend an hour in your booth and edit yourself, come in for 10 minutes and (laughs) audition with us. You know, obviously if you're in LA, um, we also wanna open it up to, you know, our directors being available to direct via Zoom or Source Connect, um, you know, that kind of a thing so that talent can get more direction. I think it benefits everybody. You're not just sending things off into a void. You're getting that live feedback. Um, Your auditions are gonna be stronger. Our submissions to our clients are gonna be stronger. I think it'll benefit everybody. Um, So hopefully within the next year or so, um, once we've completed renovations on all the studios, um, then, that's the plan. Try to get some people back in studio. Um, obviously, depending on availability, comfort level, all of that. Very nice. Very mm. good. Mm-hmm. I want to keep talking. So we're going to cheers and say goodbye. And then we're going to keep and them then to ourselves on. for just a couple. Then, guys, you aren't allowed to get off. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for your here the rest of the afternoon. <laughs> well, if we had cocktails, we might be here longer. Right. But... <laughs> well, I mean, oh, it is five o'clock. And oh, well, it's I got 30 minutes o'clock. till five. I'm taking another sip. Thank you so much for sharing with our audience. Oh. We appreciate it so much, Catherine yeah. and Kelly. Cheers. And by the way, you. Oh, yeah. Cheers. <laughs> I didn't know that was the end. I thought we already did the end. This episode of Speechless is brought to you by... Voice talent need quiet. For us, quiet comes in the form of a Studio Bricks booth. I love my Studio Bricks because it's whisper quiet in my incredibly noisy neighborhood. And I love my booth because when clients see me on Zoom, they know I'm a pro. (laughs) Go to studiobricks.com. World-class sound isolation, light environmental footprint. Kim, have you ever made a pillow tent in your hotel room when a client asks for an audition or a job when you're away? Yes. Yes, and I know what you're going to say. Vomo, the VO mobile booth, right? Right, exactly. It's a portable vocal booth and ready for recording wherever and whenever. I feel like I really need that because I get nervous about pillow forts. So, So why do we need it then? Because it folds up very nice and neat and you can take it with you wherever you go. Absolutely. And you can check it easily, which I've done many times. And also it comes with accessories like a light. You can position your mic however you want. Uh, no more pillow farts, please. Yes, please. Vocalboothtogo.com for VO recording and accessories. Speechless.